This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. Oh, yeah. fuck, man. Well, I mean, it wasn't as bad as do I Do they still do that? Do they still do that now? What? Oh, I don't know. That was years ago. That yeah. was like when I first joined the military. That was like early 2000. The long Q-tip. The one that looks like the big ass matches that you light a fireplace with. Except yeah. with a cotton swab on the other end. Of. And then, uh, you know, I had a female do mine, kind of like fighting back a boner and shit. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I've had a catheter or two put in. And that's, oh, my yeah, dick man. Is, nah, I can't. Yeah. Ooh, my dick oh, has never Lord. been smaller than when somebody was trying to shove something into it, man. That shit was like, nope. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, a, I'm I all head right imagine. now, bitch. I'm all head. Grab it. <laughs> when the line falls, what did I see? A bad motherfucker standing next to me. With his eyes closed, told he can't see Trying to follow orders, just gone and be free Free like a bird, so today I'm a fly Bad, bad motherfucker till the day I die Be free like a bird, so today I'm a fly Bad, bad motherfucker till the day I die Oh, yeah Bad, bad motherfucker till the day Look, I'm a bad brain, Bruce Wayne in the fast lane Couple J's in the ashtray, style motherfucker Tattoo back, man, see the rap name Take a bath in the champagne Wow, motherfucker Straight from the block, dog ducking shots Walking to the store, dollar for a black and mild, motherfucker Blew up as a rock star, saw on top floor Throwing drinks on a cop car, foul, motherfucker The only number calling up my phone Is from a dealer, swear that dude will not leave me alone Cause he knows when I pick up, I'm a cop a couple zones And my girl know I ain't fucking till she roll me up a cone I be keeping freaks in the home, yeah Apollon, yeah Gold teeth like the no, yeah Keep them on, yeah I be rolling stone, yeah I should be on the cover with my middle finger screaming I'm a bad motherfucker Yeah Be Rob, you a bad motherfucking Joey B. I'm a bad motherfucker. Ooh, mm. Houston, y'all so bad motherfuckers. Little Rock, that's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it not perfect? That is a beautiful song. <laughs> yes, I just shazammed it while I was listening to it. It's not bad. I don't even like Machine Gun Kelly, but I like Kid Rock. And I like that motherfucking song. So that's how we getting it started this evening. Hello and welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And with me tonight is a special guest, uh, the person who, in fact, gave me the nickname that motherfucker. This motherfucker right here, uh, the host of the Rambling Ram- ooh, 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 random. You know what's cool? You know what's cool? You know what's cool? Yes. I edit my show, motherfucker. Oh, Host damn. of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast, the Wrestling is Trash podcast, the Real Robinsons podcast, short lived, still there. And uh, all around bad motherfucker. Le- legitimately one of my oldest friends in the podcasting game. You're like, one of the first people I listen to, and uh, you're kind of like my big brother, man. I've told you this before, and you're so big now, I got to make a goddamn appointment just to talk to you. I mean, shit, dude. You're blowing the fuck up. You're a liar. You're a liar. (laughs) You just don't call me. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I'm like, he's busy. You got 15 kids. You got a wife. You got a job. You 
packing heat all day. You got Mexican folks showing up. And I see your post, motherfucker. You, you, yeah. you are living a dangerous life in the, the metropolis of Houston, Texas. And, uh, hey, man, I'm glad to get to speak with you. I'm glad that you are uh, currently with all your limbs intact. And uh, hopefully you're feeling well, sir. Yes. Uh, I'm, and I am saddened that you don't have all of your limbs. Mm. Just means I'm not a complete asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's not bad. It was a good one. Yeah. Well, no, so uh, some stuff has changed, I guess, a little since the last time I had you on. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I've got all these new people. And I did manage to finagle you into the uh, the podcast Royal Rumble, that little fucking uh, token of my brain <laughs> around the first of the year. Yeah. I really didn't give you any heads up on that. I was just like, hey, you want to do the fun shits? And you were like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean. It was right up my alley. It was random. It was just like I didn't know what to expect. I mean, that's just just kind of like my niche. It was wrestling oriented. You know what I'm saying? I know you like yeah. some wrestling themed shit. So I was like, B-Rob would be perfect for this. And I realized pretty quick. I said, you know, probably should have given him a little bit of context. <laughs> that would have helped. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, what are all these fucking white people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just exactly what it was. <laughs> Sorry, man. Hey. For what it's worth, just so you know, I'm not that guy. I had other folks, folks of color. Uh, in fact, the one other black dude that I invited to come uh, fell asleep and missed it. So I don't know, like, you know, the jokes write themselves here, guys. I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> and then two months later, I think he did the exact same thing. So he's, he slept through two shows. So it's like, well, all right. That motherfucker tired. Yeah, he's sleepy. That's what he said. He's, like, he's just a sleepy motherfucker, man. Oh, sleepy ass boy. <laughs> he's like a black belt, though, so you can't talk too much shit. Black belt and sleeping? He's pretty good at it. Uh, I think I've got at least a blue belt in sleeping, dude. My wife makes fun of me at this point. Now I can fall asleep standing up. I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, that that was my... I, I've downgraded my belt since boot camp, but I, I can remember vividly falling asleep uh, standing up, uh, fall asleep while I was doing a... Um, a hike. <laughs> it's dangerous, man. That's how you get your skull cracked open. See, and, th and this is the thing about it is like when you're in those situations, when you fall asleep, you dream that you're still awake. So <laughs> it's like nothing ever happened. You're just hallucinating. I've driven that. Like, you know how sometimes you'd be on yes. a drive and you just I've, blink. I've done that. Yeah, and you're an hour from where you were and you're like, really? <laughs> Dude. Okay. It's like, well. I, I think I told you once before, but I woke up. No, I, I fell asleep on I-20 East, and I woke up on I-95 North. <laughs> yeah, that's muscle memory, baby. <laughs> exactly. Is, that shit is in your blood, the driving to the house. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. I remember picking it up as a kid because I lived kind of out in the woods when I got old enough to drink and, and drive. You know, you got to get home. So there's many a nights I you have that moment where you get a little paranoid though, like you're coming down the road and there's never no people, and then all of a sudden there's a car behind you, and you're like, oh shit, son of a bitch, and you start planning. You're like, I could probably I could like Magnum PI this left up here, and I'll just yeah. take off like fuck. This is my house, but you don't do that shit. You just drive home, and then you wake up the next day, your car's all crooked in the driveway and shit, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Uh, stop this. <laughs> uh, yeah, stop so I don't even know how I did it, but I don't need to do it no more. <laughs> Look, I live out in the country, so it's like you might hit somebody's cow. 
So you got to be careful. But for the most part, the cops didn't fuck with you. The problem was when you were in that in-between spot. Like if you were coming home or you had to go get some gas or some cigarettes, like that's when shit got sketchy. Because it's like, ugh. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. <laughs> but I've since grown up. I do not uh, drink and drive anymore. Mm-hmm. I usually drink first and then I drive. Yeah. Don't, you, Open container you, you, law. You, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to get yeah. up. <laughs> you can you can't even park and sip either because you get you get a ticket for that. Yeah, no open booze in your car, guys. That's rule number one. <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember I almost got fucked up hardcore behind some shit like that. Damn, um, I was stationed in uh, Beaufort, South Carolina. And um, I had, it was me and this uh, one girl. She was actually my friend. So she, she wasn't my girlfriend. She was actually a friend that was a girl. And uh, we would always go to the club and shit and just, you know, drink and dance and hang out and shit. I got her out of many sticky situations. She got me out of many sticky situations, which I wish I was in her sticky situations yeah, at some point in time. But it never happened. I mean, because we was just cool like that. Yeah, you're running, buddy. Yeah. But um, she had a younger sister or the girl that she called her sister. And she was 18. We was already over 21 and whatnot. And uh, we pulled up to the club. We stopped at the liquor store, got a um, fifth of crown, and we about to pull up in the car. So I'm in the driver's. I mean, it is winter time too, so it's fucking cold outside. And then the, um, we went out to Hilton Head, so that's out there by the water and shit. So um, we in the parking lot, got the heat on, car running, about to crack the seal on the bottle, and damn, uh, hear a tap on the window. Get that knock. Yeah. Look over. <laughs> Motherfucker police. I was like, ah, damn it. Hi. And then, like, at the time, I was young enough to know that you can't drink and drive. All right. I knew that. I wasn't driving. Yeah. I was just like, I was about to drink in the car before I went in the club. So Makes I didn't sense have to, to me. Pay them. Yeah, so I didn't, yeah. So I didn't have to pay them high ass for them high ass drinks. Yeah. So I did not know you could not have an open container in a running vehicle while it's parked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Long story short, I got a $230 ticket for that. Was it a DUI or a DWI officially? No, no, no. It was just a ticket. Open container. Okay. Yeah. Open container or whatever. So I got a $230 ticket for that. So he, we all get out the car and everything. And he, you know, he hit me to the game and said, Hey, man, can't do that. I was like, Oh, well, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you checking our IDs and shit. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, girl, 18. So he take my ID, take my friend's ID, and take the girl ID. And then, you know, he look at them, then he hand them back or whatever. He's like, all right, here's your tickets. You just can't be doing that shit out here. And then he took the fifth and he just poured it out on the curb. Oh, I mean, that's pretty good, though. Yeah, that, like, yeah, it could have been worse, but we yeah, can get, like, we can get more booze. caught that shit with the ID. I don't know if you had a fake one or what the situation was, but... He would have had us dead to rights. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother problem. See, that's what's correct. Like, I drink now occasionally. I don't know, dude. I had more fun drinking when I wasn't supposed to. And then once I could, I was just like, all right. Because yeah. I never I never drunk when I wasn't supposed to. I never had the urge to. Really? Cause Not like, at all? Well, nah, because like for a long time, because like I, I grew up with alcoholics. My mom and my dad drunk heavily. That makes especially sense. my dad. My mom was like more of a. Social in the house drinking. My dad would go everywhere and get fucked up and come home. He he would be the motherfucker to <laughs> fall asleep and wake up in the driveway crooked and shit. Oh, I love it. 
You're gonna have to, I'm gonna write this down because I was gonna ask you about your pops. I wanted you to tell me a funny pop story this evening. So I'm gonna oh, put a oh yeah, there. word. Bam. Okay. So I mean, just um, so you kind of just shied away from it naturally, like wasn't yeah, yeah. Thing. I just I seen what it did to them. Yeah, we usually like, go one you know, way or the other, man. That that's shit. that's how the booze hits you. <laughs> you know, either you join in or you fucking go way hard left. Yeah, I was just like I don't want to do that shit or whatever. I mean, because I there was instant, you know how you try to you fuck around with the kid be like hey you want to sip you want to tell me that yeah and, you know my mom would do that shit to me all the time i'm like no i don't want that shit and um i can remember when i joined the military you know i came back from boot camp and everything and that was like one of the first things she told me she was like uh you old enough to realize i mean you old enough to sign up to die for this country or whatever you old enough to have a beer now so as long as you're in my house you can have you know alcohol or whatever the case may be and, you know, that was, you know, real shit because I was like cool. 18 yeah. right out of high school shit. So, I mean, and still then I, I, did, I didn't want it in. I just knew I had the option to have it if I wanted it at home. Um, and then shit, when it was coming to those prime time years to where I would be out of the house and wilding and hanging out and doing whatever, you know, I was married. So <laughs> kept you on a leash a little bit, huh? Yeah, and then, you know, I had the oldest kid at the time. She was real young, so, I mean, I wasn't trying to be like that with the kid just running around and shit. You know, I, I was scared she's going to get hurt if I'm fucking drunk somewhere. Then, so, from 18, when I got the blessing from the parents, to 20, I didn't drink. And then, when I turned 21, I was in fucking Iraq, so I could drink regardless <laughs> if I wanted to or not. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> I turned 21 in fucking Iraq. So and then, I feel like that's a country song just waiting to happen. Toby Keith. Hit him up, man. We can work this out. Yeah. I'm going to take my truck down the Iraq yeah. road. I'm going to I was drive thinking school. I get blown yeah, up. I, I turned 21 in Iraq. Doing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was even a cool experience, too, because, like, you know, motherfuckers find out it's my birthday. They bust open a a pound cake got the MRE, put some peanut butter frosting on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Put a match in it for the candle. Hey, was it the lemon pound cake or the mint chip pound cake? I think they did the chocolate. Fuck, yeah. I've had some yeah. MREs, dog. <laughs> I was talking about them shits the other day. Ugh. Dog, man. I, I sh- They're okay. I mean, yeah, it's... That, I, I, didn't, I don't have nothing against them. The problem with the MRE is there's not a lot of variant, like, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of options. What you got, yeah. like, 12... 12, 20, yep. something like that. It's, and that's breakfast, like, lunch, dinner. Like, there's up to 20 things. <laughs> yeah. There's a case A, case B. Right. So case A has a certain amount, and then uh, case B has the other variants and whatnot. Man, I can remember, you know, we come home from the field and shit, doing field ops or whatever. I usually be the child truck, so I have, like, two or three extra cases in the back of the truck when we be done. And I take, like, maybe one or two of them home just to have in the house for whatever reason. It's yeah. North Carolina, so damn, you know, it's tornado season is bad up there you know get all the crazy weather you know have them on deck just in case see we were poor so it was like the yeah. same thing like in theory <laughs> it was my grandpa like would go to uh what is it like he was reserved so he would do the two-week yeah. drill yeah then usually he would come home i mean i don't know if he was paying for them i know he wasn't stealing them you know but i think he was trading folks and just being like hey man you want this one and he would just come home with the mres because my grandma told him to <laughs> yeah one summer we ate MRE peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. For two months. 
that hard ass bread. <laughs> I didn't have the bread. Like we were oh, fortunate. Okay. See, my grandma, she would go to like the the discount bakery outlet. I don't know if y'all have those in Houston, but around here it's like a, the Hostess store, the Sunday, yeah, yeah, the cheap fucking bread store. And she would yeah. like feed chicken straight from the factory, baby. Right off. Yeah, the no oven. shit. It's right. It's right out the store next door. <laughs> they take that shit from Walmart when it's got like a day left, <laughs> and then they mm. take it over there. But uh, she would feed chickens and shit with it because they once it's a day or two old, then you get it for real cheap. So yeah. she would fill up a pickup truck with that shit. So we always had bread, yeah. you know. But yeah, one it was like two months for real. It just uh, brunch, dinner, peanut butter and jelly, bitch. <laughs> That's what we yeah. got. So um, my ex wife's dad, well, her step old man or whatever, the the motherfucker that was in her life. Uh, he, whenever I would come home to visit or whatever, he'd be like, "Hey, man, the next time you come back, bring me some more MREs or whatever," because he was like an old army dog or whatever. So he like he hadn't had them in like decades. So he's like, I, I brought one home just like as a joke, and he's like, "Hey, man, bring some more of them." That's shits. pretty cool. I, I like that toilet paper and them little tiny Tabasco sauces. <laughs> them Tabasco sauces save your life. <laughs> There's a couple of them shits in there that oh, ain't yeah, very good. Bland as fuck. Dude, you just end up sipping the shit out the bottle. <laughs> Hell yeah. You get the that, damn um, Tetrazzini, son. The, the fucking the Frankenfurters. Yes, be yes. gnawing on them goddamn beef jerky sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they call them Frankenfurters, the five fingers of death. Five fingers of death. I'm not even in the military. I know what the fuck that is. Listen, it'll keep you alive. Yeah. That's so, what it's always intended for. Yeah. I like the, the, the technology. It's kind of cool. They send you the little bag to warm shit up with water. Like, yeah, that's kind of oh, cool. Like a spy. <laughs> we used, Yeah, we used to make bombs with them shit. <laughs> of course. And that's what I was thinking. It's a good thing we didn't have very many of those because I oh, definitely yeah. would have fucked around and blown that shit up. Put them in a plastic bottle and, you know, he, activate the little heat crystals and shit. Put the top on that bitch and that just boom. <laughs> blood. That's a great. You know what, Rob? You know what sounds like a great idea while you're no, over it, in no, Afghanistan? It doesn't. Just blowing shit up. That's a great plan. <laughs> nah, I never did it out there, but we we did it in um, training or whatever. When we was first coming out of like boot camp and shit, we had to go back for infantry training and shit. So we did it there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, know your role, guys. Don't don't play around with the MRE bombs anywhere in yeah, public because yeah. it's kind of frowned upon when shit blows Fuck up. around and get shot. <laughs> Speaking of my ex old lady or whatever, man, I damn, I remember I used to come home dog ass tired, sixteen hour days and shit. And you know, I spoke about it before. You know how I feel about it. she, she was a piece of shit. Yeah, but not, not damn, a great I, chick. It happens, man. I came home, and uh, you know, usually some food would be there. Or, you know, food is in the process of getting finished. Right, man. I came home one day, I guess trying to joke on me or whatever, but it, it highly pissed me off. She's like, your plate in the microwave. This motherfucker bust open some MRE shit and made me a plate out of MRE shit and put that shit in the microwave. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> First of all, that is not how you're supposed to warm that up. <laughs> Secondly, I ought to stab you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rude, dog. Yeah. It would have been better with just a plate. Like, you open it up, it's a plate, and you go, all right. Fair enough. I'm going Taco Bell. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, MRE food, that's them's fighting words, guy. I don't know what to say. Like, all right. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> yeah, this, that, that was my whole mental. These, that's So I understand you're probably not the kind of dude that's going to walk up and just throw hands at your lady. So it's no, like, no. did you sit down on the couch and grab your knees and just kind of like 
you know, you start rationalizing. Look, like, I could murder this bitch right now. Yeah, then, I, I've been there many but, a times, but outside of that situation, but you just look at her and she goes, "What you thinking?" It's like I'm thinking about karate kicking you in the head right now. To be completely honest with you, I don't even know what happened after that. Hard as shit, I, too. I'm not even talking about like a love tap. I want to kick you in your fucking ear right now, as hard as I fucking can. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been hard for me either because she was only four foot two. So yeah, I'm fitting the Chuck Norris. You in the side of the goddamn head because you think you funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to have like hard resentment for her or whatever. Now I just don't give a fuck about her. Yeah. But like, I swear to God, Jody, I used to pray for death on this motherfucker. That's how she's the only person I ever hated that much. <laughs> Dude, some people, they just, you can't I, I reach. I almost them. got my wish too. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Some people you just can't reach, man. And it's, what can you do? You just got to sit back. And sometimes after you can get past the fact that it's not personal, they're just crazy. It's quite entertaining. Yeah. Now, I, mean, I understand it's like your, your baby mama and shit. So that not as entertaining, you know, as long as there's a situation where they in their life. But if they're out and you're just watching, oh, cool. Let me get some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch you railroad the next eight fucking dudes that I happen to see come down the line. And you know what? I ain't going to say shit. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta learn the hard way, dude. Yeah, there's three of us in her life, and she's been to jail behind two of them. One not being me. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we all make mistakes, Rob. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now you got a, a bad one. That's. I think Mrs. B. Rob is probably what snapped your ass into shape, huh? Can, can uh, we agree on that? Maybe. Tri- trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. <see. laughs> Second try ain't bad and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been here 12 years, 11 married. <laughs> 12 is a long time, man. And you guys still seem pretty. You know, I've listened to pretty much everything. My time is a lot shorter now, so I don't get to oh, listen yeah. to all of your shows. I but Especially if I find somebody that I know or somebody that, you know, like uh, I just listen to one. I'm looking forward to this Delvin Cox shit. I mm. think it's funny how the circle sometimes cross lines. You don't even realize it. And then he said something about... Yeah, I'd be right behind. I go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I listen to the thing. <laughs> Delvin's a good guy. So, hey, it's glad to know we're still kind of in the same circle of folks, too. Yeah. Uh, it's like, um, I don't, like, I, I did his show, um, what, probably about a week or two back. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I think this was like the best show I ever did, man. I mean, what I ever had. And I was just like, word. What, what can I say? I'm delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and I was just like, Okay, whatever. Thanks. Man. <laughs> I mean, not not, not 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 you know discrediting you know his shit and what he do. It's just like I was like that that was your best show. I yeah. was like, man, I, I think you could have did better than that, homie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had some better guests than me. <laughs> He's just kissing your ass real heavy. That's all. Probably. I appreciate you know, it though. I kind of felt that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, but I, think, I don't know. I mean, it just yeah, felt yeah, weird you, that like my <laughs> episode was his best. But you tell all the girls that, don't you, Delvin? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, that's cool. I mean, you you need me some uh sprinkle some moment me on on your show. Just let me know. I come back and do it. <laughs> hey, did you drop an end bomb on that show at all? No, I, you know I don't do that. I know. But it fascinates I, 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 me. Rob. I will tell you. I will tell you. Yeah, there is an episode here that I've recorded. It's in the archive. It's coming up here 
uh, pretty soon. I ain't going to tell you when because it's going to be a surprise. Oh, it'll be I, a surprise. I'll text yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I full out said the N-word. You are like the chameleon air of podcasting. Like, yeah. It's so funny to me. And there's no disrespect. You know that, man. It's just yeah. it's funny to me that I think I've said it more on my show than you yeah. have on yours. And I'm just fucking, you know, quoting shit. So do you say it when you sing songs and stuff? I don't sing songs. Oh. Yeah, I just listen to them. I mean, that's what they're for. Not for me to sing along with. You don't sing along <laughs> with like rap this songs? This ain't karaoke, motherfucker. Lil Wayne and Young Jeezy, that shit doesn't hit you. I don't listen to Lil Wayne like, and Young Jeezy. You ain't talking about money. You ain't talking about shit. Well, well, I gotta I mean, be real look, careful. Look. <laughs> well, see, this, this is the thing, man. It's just like when I listen to that stuff, I just listen to it. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, I might go along in my head or whatever, but I'm not like you know, outwardly projecting the words and whatnot. So, I mean, see, that's, that's crazy to me. Like, do you know, the show big brother, yeah. it's kind of way off subject. We're going to come right back to it, but I'm saying, you know, people would be like, Oh, that'd be a fun show to be on. Hey, I think it'd be awesome. I get kicked out the first day. They're so, you know, on their copyright game <laughs> that they yeah. can't allow anything. So they'll literally tell people not to sing, not, you can't do that. And I was yeah. like, I go fucking crazy. Yeah. Cause Are we got serious? the thing to where like, if you say, keywords in the sentence like that's a song i remember and i gotta say it <laughs> yeah i mean we've talked about it with the, the <laughs> i've had the time of my life like every time yeah. somebody says it i gotta finish that off like it is what it is and to me it's crazy to just not sing along yeah it's nuts it's got me in trouble a couple times i think in the life of me doing podcasting or whatever there's only been maybe now counting that one maybe three no this would be the fourth one four times in going on what three and a half years, four years? Yeah, that I've said that I've said the N word. That's crazy. Were you, only, were you mad or only, happy? That's very important. Well, the, <laughs> the most recent one was just um, a recap. It was just like I was telling an old instance, so I just kind of put myself there in the moment. So I I had to say it. <laughs> I love it. It's just funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just one of those things that I kind of admire you for. You know, yeah. it's. That's why you're special, man. <laughs> yeah. well, what's funny about it is like I can remember all the times that I've said it because it's only four. Yeah, it's so, like you converted to Islam. You just don't say the N-word anymore. That's man, crazy. I, yeah, I stopped that a long time ago. It was years before I even started podcasting. I just The word just doesn't register in my mind no more. It's just like even now when I listen to music and they're like, mm, and I'll be like, ooh, damn, that hit my ears weird or whatever. What, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's tough, especially being me. I love music, so I really have to, you know. <laughs> and see, and that's the rap music thing is too. tough. <laughs> that's that's another thing too. I mean, I've diver- I diversified my music. That's why so, all fucking white dudes like Eminem because they can actually sing along with the songs. Because <laughs> if Eminem yeah. ain't saying it, you ain't supposed to say it. He's got the yeah. most street cred out of any dude, any white boy on the fucking block in my yeah. fucking manners. <laughs> but but then again, it's just like um, you listen to a lot of older stuff with the N word being prevalent, and then there's a lot of new music that uses the N word, but that's garbage, and I don't listen to that. So I, it's like. <laughs> I guess that's true. I like trap music. It's in there a lot. Southern black folks, man. There's yeah. some. It's crazy, too, because like with my jobs and stuff, I've interacted with a lot of black folks. It's no problem. Yeah. I feel like most of them have gotten comfortable enough around me, you know, because we'll be talking and cutting up and shit. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really, I think it's 50-50. 
Like dudes yeah. that just don't really get down like that. And then the other dudes that do, they make up for what the other guys don't do. Because they're just like, <laughs> yeah. bam, 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 like a speed bag. And I'm like. Like, the, like that motherfucker Joe Moffat. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I went to that comedy club night. I was one of two black, uh, white dudes in that whole place. And I it was one of the best times I think I've ever had, man. It was such a fun time. I would recommend it to anybody. Hey, <laughs> any of you white people out there who fucking don't get out much and want to really like have an enjoyable experience, go to a Black Knight at a comedy show. It's beautiful, man. They'll, they'll poke fun at you and shit. they point you out of a crowd. It's awesome. Yeah. And I haven't been to many stand-up comedies. Yeah. I think the very first one that I've ever been to was uh, going to see Foxy here in Houston. <laughs> So that was like two years ago. I think so, it was there's okay. So the the people that were it looks just the host said it a lot. The hostess, mm-hmm. like the person, it was a birthday party, is what it was. So like the birthday party lady, I think she was like ex Air Force. So I don't mm-hmm. think she said it, but the host Joe Moffat, obviously, and then yeah. like one of the other kind of older cats. That was it, you know. Uh, the the closer and I think the feature act. Those guys. I mean, they definitely weren't cleaned by any means. Yeah. But it said they pick and chose pretty wisely where they slipped in their any other cuss words. So I guess that's just like a stand up thing. You're supposed to make them count. You don't want to break the fuck a meter, you know. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Joe Moffat, shout out to Joe Moffat for um, starting his own business. He got the JK Travel Agency. If you're trying to book you um, a travel plan and package and whatnot, hit hit your boy up on Facebook and uh, he he doing the thing, man. He's a cool dude, man. It was only for an evening, you know. We got to hang out and everything, yeah. But uh, that was a lot of fun, like getting to meet somebody that you've met through podcasting, and then you know, hey man, what's up? Yeah, me we had we did share some drinks, me him and Foxy. <laughs> I got to meet his wife. Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah, I got to I got to meet his boy as well, and somebody cut their foot open in the pool while we was there that one time. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> I don't think he had any of his kids with him. I thought yeah. he was going to be bigger. It kind of freaked me out, like because you know you really don't yeah. get like a gauge for people till you're standing right next to him mm-hmm. and talking with him. He said a couple times, he's like, "I'm a big dude." Yeah, ain't that big? You see his <laughs> pictures and shit in them long ass Steve Harvey suits. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Joe Moffat is at least 6'3". This motherfucker got out the car, and I was like, man, you're like an inch taller than me. <laughs> what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? He, he big as in girth. <laughs> yeah, but shit, that's what it's sad. I, it sucks we didn't get a picture next to each other. That probably would have been a better like example. But I mean, shit, me and Joe Moffat are about the same fucking size. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit taller. Yeah, man. You you talk about you know seeing people that you in person that you met doing podcasts. I mean, shit. I, I got to see Ice in the face and do a show in a freaking house when I went to New York. So that's the thing now, man. Like you've been at it. Is it over three years? Yeah, um, January was um, my three year mark. Say so you're three and a half. Yeah. God damn, man. You're about to graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> At this point in your podcasting career, do you think that's going to be something that you're going to try to do more? Like, since you've been around long enough, there are these people that, you know, aren't just people off the Internet and people that are going to come and go real quick because they do. And, uh, oh, man, we could do a rest in peace ceremony at some point. Yeah. But but you know what my biggest regret was going up there to New York? What? I didn't get to see Ray. Yeah. It was nice having him back for a little bit. 
Yeah. I talked to him <laughs> when I was um I, before I headed out that way. And I was like, hey, this is where I'm going to be at, you know, if I can meet you, whatever. And, and, you know, he, I didn't think he could do it. Well, he didn't think he could do it at the time. And then when I got there and it was like on the ladder end, he's like, hey, man, it's been nice to try to get up with you. I was like, man, shit, I'm like, I can't do it now. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm leaving. You fucker. Mm-hmm. We've made some friends, and it is crazy how they come and go. I mean, fuck, shout out to the Naked Porch podcast. I don't even know if they listen to this show anymore, uh, but that was kind of like all of our big brothers for a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's my motherfucker right there. He yeah. put me on. He, he Ray almost killed me at least once. <laughs> I'm driving down the freaking highway on my tr- in my uh, car and shit, and I'm drinking orange juice. You say some funny shit, and I'm choking and spitting all over the steering wheel and shit and he at least killed me he almost killed me at least once that should have make you legit sad like mm. when somebody just jets i mean fuck we've had like hoppy rogers he's come and gone does he still leave voicemails ever no man he, he the voicemails died with hoppy I, I mean i mean i pr- it's promoted in my show descriptions and stuff like that it's all over my social media but i mean i'm just not getting them no more matt mcdonough from the passersby show that's yeah. how we met, Rob. Yeah, oh. yep. that's how I met you, man. And uh, yeah, we got to watch him kind of slowly go crazy online for a little bit. Bless yeah. his heart. Yeah, but that was a lot of personal trauma that he was going through. Oh, too, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he was legit, like, obsessive. I think that was part of his deal. And mm-hmm. he said that, I think, in one episode or something. But great guy, you know. Yeah. And it just sucks because you, you get a driver's seat for some of these shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hurts. Somebody died, like uh, the dude what? from Hello Life. What the fuck? Perry Johnson. I don't know if you remember that guy, but he was around, a host. He ended up like getting throat cancer or something. Yeah, he fucking died. And they had done, I don't know, enough shows. There was a following. They were in the circle. It was like part of that Potter and Family, like first yeah, wave. Man. That's fucking horrible, man. Yeah, that part and family shit ain't what it used to be, man. I mean, I can remember that shit being strong and vibrant and exuberant. It was just fucking awesome. Anytime you seen that part and family shit, some shit was popping off or whatever. Then they got that one freaking little article or whatever. Then they had a whole bunch of clone and parody accounts. And then they had all kind of politics and all kind of other bullshit. And then it just went poof. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm working with the network shit now. So it's like I'm at year two. So Mm -hmm. I'm where you were last year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm up in the um network politics mm-hmm. friendships and shit you know moving stuff around i'm actually the lead guy so i'm trying to like plan stuff and come up with content yeah. and shit so it's fucking tough yeah that's what i found being the hardest thing about this man it's just like there was a point in time when i was doing the podcast around like how you saying year two or whatever to where I felt like I needed to be affiliated with somebody, yeah. you know, to, to get me to big me up or whatever, or whatnot. So maybe if I can group these shows together, you know, it'll get me big over off a day circle or whatnot. Right. But what I was slowly finding out is just like I know me, you know, and that shit sounds well and good, and you know I would participate here and there, but I couldn't be the motherfucker running it. And two, it's just like I always just want to do what the fuck I want, <laughs> you right. Know? When somebody tells you what you got to do, it kind of shakes it up. The only yeah. thing that I see, like now, I just tried. Well, I didn't try. I fucking, I reached out to adamandeve.com. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. got like a four show sponsor for the folks. Who? And that felt good to know yeah. that I can string words together. I mean, I don't assume they just hand the shit out because they did ask me for like explanations of the shows and 
yeah. you know, numbers and shit like that. So I put it all together real nice. And I said, Dog, hey, did that, did that, was that, uh, did you get taken back by that? Like a motherfucker asking you about numbers and shit? A little bit, not really, because I assume at this point, enough people have fucked with sponsors and because it's yeah, an yeah. affiliate program, it's in a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, promo go to code. Adam and Eve, yeah. use this link and Just shit. Get a couple bucks, use my promo code. And yeah, yeah. The deal is, I feel like these people, they are better suited for the products because I've mm-hmm. pretty much picked up sex based shows. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, why don't y'all sell dicks and stuff? Because you, because you're a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is people that have certain kinds of show content, like with the Potter and Family thing. These are all people from that era. Like these aren't new guys. The, the, yeah. Their production is solid. I got Crumb. You know Crumb. Oh yeah, yeah, been yeah. Hanging around. Yeah, yeah. The dude's killing. Like I, the Blute. <laughs> I love that fucking guy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know he took it in the ass. Yeah. Like, yeah he's fucking, and he's just like cool, casual about a casual crew. I got another one. Like uh, Jamal from the Everything Sexy Show. Like we talk about it. I asked him Mike's question. It'll be somewhere like an episode or two before this one. Oh, uh, does anal feel like pooping? Yeah. <laughs> I said it and I was like, my buddy Mike's weird. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, I kind of just actually, assume it does. And you know what? And, and it's weird to say. I mean, it actually does because I know because I have my prostate checked like three times. Uh, well, how big is a finger versus a, you shit little finger turds, huh? You don't ever take a big shit? Well, yeah, I mean, it felt like poop when she pulled her finger out my butt. <laughs> you know, and you can't clench and shit because you're going to break a finger and shit. So. I think you can break a finger. You ain't got that nah. kind of strength unless you've been yeah, flexing. Nah. You've been just walking around all day. like just Dog, dog man, I, I remember the I remember the first medication poop I ever took, man. That that like killed me. <laughs> You'd have been talking to somebody else on your podcast about how people died in the podcast game, and that would have been me. <laughs> he went out, man. He dehydrated. He shit out his guts. It was crazy, man. Dog, I, I, the the only way I could describe that feeling of being medication constipated is it felt like a grown ass man was trying to crawl out my ass feet first. <laughs> See, I've had so like my wife got pregnant. I don't think I've ever been constipated. That I can think of, like, you just be shitting, you know? I I don't really get, like, you just, you're not shitting, and then my stomach yeah. hurts. Because, well, <laughs> yeah, like, I, mean, I can't it, put it any food in it because was, I can't poop. And I'm like, yo, I need to poop. Yeah. So. It wasn't a thing. It was just like, I had surgery. Terrible. <laughs> and, and the medicine that I was taking, it make you constipated. Yeah, well, opioids do it to you. Yeah. Hydrocodone, yeah. specifically. Well, and then, like, I, I, ne- I didn't know that. <laughs> it, was, it was another instance to where I'd never been in the situation before and I was young enough to be like, I did not know that. Stuff will make you fuck like an animal, too. I don't know about you, but I don't know what it is. It seems like some in them drugs just make you kind of zone out on a couple things. Oh, shit yeah, I, and fuck I, I was hot, but I couldn't do nothing because <laughs> that was the surgery that I got my sack split open. <laughs> Bless your heart, man. Yeah, so I couldn't get down even though I wanted to. <laughs> You know what? It's been it's been a long time. You should tell that story. This is this is a showcase for you, buddy. To all my what? new friends on these what? these networks and these stuff. Tell I your mean, sack story. I mean, it wasn't nothing to it or whatever. I mean, it, from what I understand, it's common, and you know, it's just kind of like I live with it now until I I guess I get some kind of hey, crazy evasive surgery or whatever. But you're a survivor, goddammit. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> I mean, I don't have no cancer or nothing crazy like that. It's just um. It's, I think it's called like a vascular seal or a hydrocele or some shit like that. Um, uh, I guess um, around the testicle, you know, the veins and all that other shit kind of get pinched and fluid builds up in it. 
and it blows your sack up. Oh, so, man. you know, I was walking around, you know, what they would call what elephantitis or some shit. I had big ass balls. I mean, you, you, didn't, don't go, you didn't say nothing like it wasn't weird to you just to be like, I should probably go to the doctor. Well, now, nah, see, it wasn't like <laughs> swelling to like what you think to like, you know, regular size nutsack. Then it would just like kind of blow up like a balloon or, you know, get baseball size and nothing like that. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just like my shit was getting heavy, dog. My sack was like dangling down. It was getting lower, <laughs> you know, and I was like, well, I am getting older. So is it my ball supposed to do this? You know, <laughs> but gravity. it got to the point to where it was uncomfortable to where like, you know, I'm still in the military active duty. Yeah. We're doing PT and shit. And now I'm, your balls are bouncing off the floor. Yeah. Yeah, my, like my balls is hanging. Between, <laughs> like I'm laying on my back trying to do sit-ups, and my balls is hanging between my legs. They like, just lay it on the floor, just yeah. fucking out. <laughs> yeah, it was damn near uncomfortable. It's like you know, your you ball sack sit up high, so like you can close your legs if need be. But I couldn't close my legs because my shit was hanging down. Yeah. I was squishing my nutsack. You can't close your thighs. <laughs> yeah. you just got balls hanging out. Yeah, so I was like, hey, man, this is highly uncomfortable. Every time I laid on my back, my shit, my balls would touch my asshole, dog. <laughs> Yo, look like a candle melted out your shorts. <laughs> what is that? Oh. <laughs> so, um, you know, he told me, you know, it's a seal. You know, we're going to have to do surgery, cut it open, you know, get rid of it. He's like, it's a highly likely that it'll come back and whatnot. So, you know, it has grown back. But it's never it was it's nowhere near to the extent that it was initially or whatever. I mean, it's manageable now. My sack ain't hanging down. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like that. Jesus. You know? You got the symbiote so, on your ball bag. But um <laughs> I can remember going in for surgery or whatnot. I had to shave and everything. I did that shit at home myself. And then I'm um just putting an IV in my hand. And uh I guess they had an intern or whatever the fuck it was. And this dude was just jabbing the shit out of my hand and that shit hurt so much and then it took like the i guess like the the seasoned vet to come up and he's like get the fuck out of here and damn he slid that shit in there so smooth man it's like i didn't even know what happened but he's like yeah man um we about to give you this anesthesia or whatever um and then you know usually they'll be like count backwards from 10 or whatever the fuck or whatnot and he just like yeah is uh going in now he's like so where you from he's like i'm from louisiana Oh, that's got a lot of good food down there. And I was like, yeah, they got. Bye bye. <laughs> and then I woke up like after the surgery in the recovery room. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff down there. It was just I can. Oh, shit. <laughs> we finna start. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, when I woke up, I just, just was trying to finish the conversation that I, I, I went out on or whatever. Just walking around with soggy balls like it ain't yeah. nothing. Like, yeah, man, it's just what happens. Like, your balls get halfway down your legs. You ever sit on them when they were all fucked up yeah, like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oof. That's how I knew it was bad when I started sitting on them motherfuckers. Dog. You got to put on a thong under your boxers just to keep the motherfuckers in there. Yeah, I, I was like, that was weird after the fact, you know, because I had to wear a jock strap and shit to keep them up. <laughs> You're just walking around all day like Michael My Jai. ass out and everything. <laughs> like Michael Jai White. <laughs> wanting to karate kick some shit because you're in a jock strap you're like, what's up bitch you're kicking over chairs and shit like the old samurais and shit you know how they had the little diaper thong joint and be like <laughs> just kicking holes in the walls but not very high like yeah. just like knee high <laughs> yeah but like the recovery I mean 
I just pretty much laid up or whatever. I could still walk around and everything. It was just the only thing that sucked about it was changing the bandages on it. Because, damn, it would stick to the stitches. And, yeah. Uh, and then I had, um, I think, what, I think the first week I had a, a stint hanging out of it, like a tube. Yeah. <laughs> so all the fluids in the air and everything could come out my sack. <laughs> so, like, did they have, like, a pump or something hooked up to it? Or was it just like, yo, you might want to put some toilet paper in your underwear because this shit's going to be leaky? Well, I had, like I said, I had the, um, the jock strap and then I had, like, some, it was just padded with gauze and everything and whatnot. I, I clean it up. Uh, ointment it down and gauze pad it and whatnot in my jock strap. There's it's pretty much like I had look, a diaper on. I, I respect the shit out of you, man. You're a stand up guy, and there's something about you and a jock strap that makes me fucking laugh. Like yeah. deep down inside, it's almost like I want a picture of like you fucking Superman in, <laughs> in like a metal one, though, like one of those tie kickboxing jock straps. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Walking around the house. And, and, but like, it was quick. Um, dude told me two weeks I'd be good. But, um, I still was kind of in pain. Yeah. And I, and I didn't want to go back to work anyway. So I, I was like, hey, doc, I need another week. So he wrote me up another shit and I stayed home for like three weeks. But shit, once, um, that three weeks was up, man, I went back to work and I ran, I was running. A PFT again, you know, faster than ever. I was just like, my yeah. balls feel light. Well, fuck yeah, you just lost half a pound. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like, I don't, I don't get down like that. I know what my shit's supposed to look like. So I'm in a couple times where shit gets weird, and it's just like oh, I'm going to the doctor. So <laughs> I had yeah, like but- a kidney flake one time, like not even a oh, kidney stone, like a kidney, a kidney flake, Rob. It wasn't even anything to brag about, so that's where it stops. But yeah, I went to the doctor. I was like, yo, I keep feeling like I need to pee, but I don't need to pee anymore. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, like little baby, baby, tiny kidney stone. And I was like, okay. So if anything's weird there, I'm going to know uh, about it. We're going to go see a doctor. I put my nuts in his hand. Here you go. Yeah. Blap. What's up? <laughs> like I, like I had them out before I came in the door. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna go in there with a fucking apron on. I'm just gonna keep my shit hidden. Uh, I'm gonna walk in there and be like, "What's up, Doc?" Uh, I'm not even gonna get up on the table. I'm just gonna slap my nuts on that fucking paper. Like, Psh. yeah, might hit it now, with some pam. Like, what, 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 what was that feeling like for you? Like, how, how did your stomach feel or whatever when that was happening to you? What's that? The kidney stone or whatever. So it wasn't so much my stomach, like it was just so you know, like when you need to pee, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when you guys to pee, you six pack in, yeah, yeah, and you haven't peed yet, and you're like sitting there, you're driving, and there's like five more miles, and you're like literally thinking, like if I squeeze hard enough, I can probably push pee back into my kidneys, like that kind of pee. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just one day, I was taking a shit. I was peeing, and then I kind of, like, pushed a little, like, to finish it up, you know? And, yeah, like, the next day I woke up, and I just, I kept feeling like I had to pee, like that. So I just yeah. kept going in the fucking bathroom and, like, literally squeezing, like, trying to, and nothing, you know? And so I was, like, on the Google and shit. I'm like, am I dying? What's happening? Yeah. 
that somebody like basically people were just like, yeah, it's probably kidney stone of some sort. Man, some yeah, because something like that happened to me um, a while back, probably like a month or two back. Man, I was laying in the bed. I mean, it just kind of hit me all at once. It's like my right side was just like tight, and yeah. I was just like, "Fuck, man, I gotta pee. Go pee. Come back. Lay down." go pee again and I was like fuck man something's up then my pain in my side my right side started getting worse it was just like real getting real tight up in there yeah. and then like now it felt like I had a shit so now I'm in there trying to shit and pee and whatnot. as you do Yeah. and then I, I called my job I was like hey man I'm fucked up man I don't, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it in but it was like real close time for me to get in there yeah. so I just like I tell you what man I, I'll come in and um, I'll just be there so we won't have an open post. And you you need to send somebody there Please. to freaking yeah yeah to, to replace me. So damn, I'm up there and I'm like I'm going through it, man. I'm leaning over the X-ray machine and shit. I'm going back and forth to the bathroom because it feels like I got to pee. Yeah, but I was like, driving a truck. You know what I'm saying? I'm every bathroom. <laughs> I'm literally like, trying to piss. I'm I'm standing up there and all of a sudden I just feel like this push. On my right side, just like it's almost like uh, you know, blockage being moved, and it's just like all the water is just flowing freely now, and it's just like instantly I felt better. I was like, oh, I wonder what the fuck that was about. Yeah, man, you might. Be- and then I was fine after that. You got one of the big ones in there. It was just starting to get into place, but you shook that motherfucker out of there. <laughs> You're gonna deal yeah. with that one in about another fifteen, bro. Don't worry about it. I hope not. <laughs> I've, I've pissed blood before, and it was just like weird as fuck. Oh man, I ain't never done that. That would freak me out. Oh yeah, it just like and it shoot out in clumps too. So yeah, I've, I've I've been in a lot of weird situations. I mean, I don't. We don't have to keep talking about your dick or anything, but like, that's not cool, man. Wonders <laughs> in life that I've not fucking experienced. <laughs> From what I've heard, whenever you get an STD, it creates scarring in your urethra and whatnot. Sure, and um. Even years later, after it's cured and gone or whatever, there's still scarring there, and those scars can get reopened, which creates the blood and so on and so forth. So if your penis uh, receives um, some trauma, you know you can get have that the dick happen a little bit, shake it up. Yeah, I see. So like, okay, so that's not. Wait a minute, what did you have, buddy? Just oh, chlamydia, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first <laughs> wife. You what know, the one that bitch. I said ain't shit. You know, you know how bitch. that go. <laughs> What a bitch. Anyway, yeah. So that yeah, makes I sense, Q-tip. though, I guess. Oh, yeah. fuck, man. Well, I mean, it wasn't as bad as do I they still do that? Bad. Do they still do that now? What? Well, I don't know. That was years ago. That yeah. was like when I first joined the military. That was like early 2000. The long Q-tip. The one that looks like the big-ass matches that you light a fireplace with, except yeah. with a cotton swab on the other end. Of and then, uh, you know, I had a female do mine, too. So I was just kind of like fighting back a boner and shit. So... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I've had a catheter or two put in, and that's oh my yeah, dick man. Is, nah, I can't. Yeah. Ooh, my dick oh has never Lord. been smaller than when somebody was trying to shove something into it. Man, that shit was like, nope. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm all head right imagine. now, bitch. I'm all head. Go ahead, grab it. <laughs> uh, I've been very fortunate <laughs> to not have to deal with some of these issues that some of these poor dudes, you know, that's. My line of work, fucking jumping around all day and fucking picking up heavy shit and moving it. I should at least had a hernia or two, I'm sure. Or bless their hearts, man. Go to the doctor. Get your balls fixed, man. Don't be walking around with fucked up nuts. 
Yeah, boy. <laughs> listen, listen to your body. That's a C.T. Fletcher quote. Mm-hmm. He would say it more like, Commandment number four, listen to your motherfucking body. Mm. Oh, yeah. When, when the whole pee incident, pissing the blood thing, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, I'm here anytime I got a cold. <laughs> so, like, straight blood or just, like, kind of, like, half and half? <laughs> it was, like, uh... Enough that you noticed, obviously. It just... Because it was like it was from trauma, so it was just like I'm beating some pussy up, and then after I got to feel like I gotta go to the bathroom, and then I I, I pee, a little bit of pee come out, and just like a a, a snot rocket of a blood shoot out, and I was just like, whoa, what is this? Oh man, yeah, I've never had that. I remember like one time because I I practiced the the grab method. That's my mm-hmm. my birth control. At one time, I had to hold that shit a little too long and. You know, it'd been a couple of days and mm. I had a, just like enough in the back end of it, <laughs> just a little like a trickle red streak. And obviously when it's mm. jizz, it's white. So you see that fucking red. You're like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. That scared me. <laughs> That's like the only time I've ever had anything like that come out. And like I was on Google. I didn't even put the shirt away yet. Like I was going to take pictures of it. Like, hold on. <laughs> Am I dying? What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. yeah, and then like if you um cut your pee stream or whatever, you I mean you can fucking rip some shit and piss uh, blood and all kind of stuff like that. But that's not that's like minor. I don't do that. I don't stop peeing. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep peeing. Cool. I don't give. A, you pull a gun on me. I really don't fucking care. I'll pee on your shoe. <laughs> I said you might scare the piss back up into me. I'm like, oh, no, it's because wind up spitting it out. <laughs> I end up getting okay. So it's not that I got stage fright because that's the thing is I know I've been like on the lake and I'll pull my shit out and I'm just standing on the back of the boat with my dick in my hand. And it's just it's not about like I can't pee. There's just something about like the vulnerability of taking a piss. Like, I don't like people behind me. I don't, there's just weird things about it. <laughs> I don't like being on unsteady ground like a boat. I got to put my feet flat on the fucking shit and I can take a leak. But it, it's weird the little tricks that come along with that shit. I've started doing math. Somebody told me if you ever get it to where you can't pee, you got to do math problems. I just go and um, stall so I don't be around nobody. And especially, you know, I, I do that more often now because, like, I'm always carrying a motherfucking gun on my hip. Yeah, so no I ain't going to go in the stall and leave, I mean, um, in the freaking urinal where somebody can just run up on me with my dick in my hand or whatever. It's so I just go in the stall and lock the door. You're most vulnerable. Am I right? Like, let me let me ask you this, Rob. Have you ever imagined the reason you can't sometimes pee when people are behind you is because they might start banging your head on the fucking wall? You imagine being attacked while you're taking a piss, right? Oh, I I have attacked people while they were taking a piss, so I know that's exactly what, what I would like. do it too. <laughs> we, it's so sinister, and that's I always think about it. I'm like, yeah, I would just wait till they go take a piss, and I would grab them by the back of the head and bounce their fucking face off the wall. So, well, I mean, I didn't attack them in like in a malicious manner. It was just like fucking with them. So I would just walk up behind them and just tap them on the shoulder, push them forward. And then just like they do like them um, <laughs> stupid ass goats and shit. You know how they lock their legs up and just fall over? That's exactly how they do. They they stiffen up and they you damn they, the bo- they got their dick in their hand and they just lean forward and hit their head on the wall. <laughs> you walk up and just kick them in the butt. And they get that frog butt. They jump forward. <laughs> they piss on themselves a little bit more. Yeah, that's hilarious. Jesus Christ. And then um, I'm not like 
gun shy or whatever because like I mean I ain't bragging about my penis but it's like the military take that takes that shit away from you it's like they make you shower and do everything they take the stall doors off the so you shitting with another motherfucker right across from you so I mean I you know be that bad I don't they, know they, they, yeah they take that away from you and so like and then when they do the piss test they got a motherfucker standing there watching you piss in the cup so you gotta look at your dick to make sure you ain't pull out no crazy shit like people try to do so I remember one time uh, um, we got these new sweatsuits or whatever. We used to have these old cotton ones or whatever. And now we got this new high speed, hip and trendy shit or whatever. Right. You can't really because the the waistband is very snug, the elastic shit. So I couldn't really pull it down, hold my shit and hold the cup and pee in it and all the shit. So I, w- I went in there with my, my we call them pecker checkers. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. He's like, for what? And I just dropped trial, had my pants around my ankles, my Look ass out the and everything, just pissing in the cup. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Get you some. <laughs> you got another cup? That's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, just cool. Let's let's do this. <laughs> my kid pisses like that right now. He pulls his shit all the way down. Yeah, because he don't know no other way. <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, you're going to piss all over your pants, buddy. You got that dribble. You know what I'm saying? You got to put your shit out and pull your feet back some. <laughs> trying to teach the kid right. You got to lean forward a little bit. <laughs> That's right. Lean up against a tree if you can. That's the best way. It's like eating yeah. a fucking, like a Philly steak. <laughs> you got to fucking lean all the way forward so shit don't get on your shirt. So speak, speaking of Philly. Yes, sir. I'm going there November 2nd, November 3rd. Oh, are you going to run into my hot chocolate, Santy? What, S. Anthony? Yeah. He don't even live out there. I don't care. It's his hometown. <laughs> Tell him to come by and give you a tour. Yeah, I do I do need to damn hit him up. That's but, his um, place. <laughs> well, shit, I, I got a, a freaking professional wrestler by the name of King Blackie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to take me around the town, give me some authentic Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> But um, I'm landing in Philly, but I'm going to Atlantic City, New Jersey. Oh. I'm, so I'm be a part of the J1 Con down there in Atlantic City. I was going to ask, like, you just did a, what, Comic Palooza? Is that the thing? The little yeah. thing you just did? You're fucking big timing, doing seminars and shit as, as a solo podcaster. Congratulations, sir, for trying to get your shit in and at least get your face out there. Word. Yeah, how does it feel? Like you like it so far? Kind of being the an ambassador. Yeah, I mean that was cool, man. And especially like after the fact or whatever, people that was kind of sitting in there, you know, listening to what we were saying and shit. You know, they caught me out in the hall and they was like, "Hey, man, I really enjoyed what you were saying." I was like, "Word, was I it appreciate a, that?" Was it a lot of people? Honestly, not really, nah, because it was like twenty um, people. It was four, not even that much. It was four of us on the panel. Are you killing me, man? You should have been like, yeah, it was at least like 25 just, people. Come on, what, what, what I got live for? This video out there on my Facebook. So, I mean, <laughs> but it's like, it was four of us on the panel. Yeah. Uh, me, Walker the Geek, um, Bri-Fi from the Bri-Fi podcast, Brian, whatever the fuck his name is, and uh, Keisha from the Libra Lounge who was bogarting the whole goddamn thing. And I told her that shit. I was like, she just won't stop fucking talking. We trying to get our shit in or whatever. But she wouldn't let us get our shit in. Hold up. Hey, all my niggas who be thinking we soft, we don't play. We gonna rock it till the wheels fall off. Hold up. But anyway, so it was us four on the panel. Then it was her husband and her kid. And then they had like one guy filming some shit. Uh, two other guys that was asking some questions and another lady in the back. So it was probably like 
close to 10 people in there. Yeah. I'm going to be completely, we were talking to three people because <laughs> yeah, the other four probably. were podcasters that uh, forgot to sign up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool, man. It was just like, did you get any kind of perks like going? Did you get press passes or anything? Doing yeah, we, we all got that. So, I mean, that at least is cool. But did you see some other cool shit while you were there? I mean, it, the comic palooza, man. I know a lot like, of people dipped that, out, like at the last minute. It seemed like you were kind of bummed out. No, um, well, shit, you know, I, I, I know I hadn't told you, but like, damn, my wife got in a car accident while I was fucking there. So I missed out. Like, I was supposed to do two panels, you know, using social media to market your podcast and uh, the solo panel on Sunday. But like, my, my fucking wife got into a car accident fucking totaled her goddamn car on the interstate and shit so I had to leave like day two but the overall experience of it was fucking great man cause it was just like all the podcasts here in Houston that I you know I, I'm social with and I talk to and some of them have been on the show and whatnot. we all got there to go there and meet up and hang out maybe that's where it's at cause like they try these podcast conventions I, has one, I don't know if one has worked yet right They've planned at least two, and I don't think either one of those have panned out. Well, um, we we did one here, uh, what last November or something like that. Um, H Town Podfest. That's our little thing, and it, it was pretty much the same people that was there. Comic Palooza was the same ones that all came together and met up there, and that was cool because um, not only us as the podcasters showed up there actual listeners of some of the shows actually showed up and it was like oh we heard about it and we wanted to come up and see what it was about so that was fucking cool uh, and just to actually movies. meet these guys in the flesh for the first time that was awesome as well so I mean and then like Comic Palooza after that fact or whatnot, it was pretty much like a family reunion almost <laughs> I was like hey man I ain't seen you in a minute cause Houston is his own goddamn planet you know I got a brother that live here. That's fucking family or whatever. And it take me damn near an hour to drive to his house and we live in the same motherfucking city. That's so crazy to me. I've looked it up a few times because I hear you say shit like that. What's Houston, like the sixth biggest city in the fucking United Fourth. States? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. It's it's up there. It's, it's, about, it's about to take over as the third. It's retarded. <laughs> How many people live in one goddamn city? I don't know. You probably find new ones all the time, right? Houston podcast. Yeah, and then we we got this thing amongst our little group or whatever. We got a group chat on uh, Twitter that there's like another one called uh, Pod Houston. It's another little group of podcasters. They do events and all kinds of stuff like that. But we don't know any of them people. Like, you know how we was just talking about. We we talking about on a global scale when it, it, when it um, refers to Twitter, right? Yeah. You in Arkansas, I'm in Houston, you know. All like Joe Moffat in Oklahoma or whatever the fuck. And then, you know, there's people all over the United States and even the world that we know in our small little circle, right? It's nuts. Yeah, we here in Houston and we all know about each other, but we don't know none of them motherfuckers in that circle over there. <laughs> so we so just it's like, like a whole nother world, like just a, uh, an alternate universe where over there they have like probably been doing the exact same shit we've been doing for yeah. the last however many years. And they're in the exact same situation. Yeah, and that's the and that's the thing about it. What we were saying is like we think that shit is fake because like none of us, I mean, and we rolling deep. There's a lot of us have crossed paths with any of them other shows on that podcast uh, in that podcast circle. 
You know, nobody know this person from this person. Nobody know a friend of a friend of nothing. So we don't get it. <laughs> Maybe they're like a secret society. They might be yeah. banging goats or something, dude. You need to Probably. infiltrate the layer. That's what that's what we were saying. We was like, one of us need to go. You, you, know, you see how I'm saying that, right? Yeah. Everybody's saying the same thing. One of us. Yeah, should one go of us. and Fuck infiltrate that. the group, All of but y'all. like motherfuckers don't want to volunteer and shit. Yeah, no, every single one of you should go. Just get a Uber pool or whatever, and get like eight assholes in a minivan <laughs> and roll up in that bitch. Like, hey guys, we're here for the convention. Yeah, and that, that's what's cool about it. You know, I, I used Uber for the first time when I went to New York, which was a big mistake. <laughs> but you know, I used the Uber here in Houston, and that shit was like. 10 bucks. What was, was like, the mistake? Oh, well, I, I went, one, it was a Uber in New York. Yes. Two, it was WrestleMania weekend, yeah. so <laughs> the rates was like, Price were a little low. Uh, a little out of the frame. I don't know. I guess it was a dumb question. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, nah. I, you I, don't know, because I just found out about Uber and Lyft not too long ago, so I mean, your, your question was probably the been the, like the same question I would ask a little while ago before I used it. Let me tell you, we just recently gave it a shot. And so what happened, we got drunk, my wife and I, mm-hmm. and I said, we'll just call Uber. That night was the first time we ever attempted this move. I, I came home with the kid, put him to bed. Mother-in-law came. I went back in my car. I said, fuck it. I'm going to leave my car here. We'll take an Uber home. Let's party. 1, 1 a.m., 2 o'clock, early morning. I get my Uber. It's a pleasant experience, Rob. We get home. It's, I don't know, $30. I give him a tip. Because it was, I don't know, 30 miles, probably. So, okay. Yeah, it was a good drive. But hey, like I told my wife, it's cheaper than DWI. So, I'll pay less than $500 if it'll get me home. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It, worked, it worked out great the first time. Five-star reviews. Yeah. And then the second. Do you talk? Did they talk or did you try to talk to them? Yeah. My wife was hammered and so was I. Like I was I wasn't like sick drunk, but I was mellow drunk. Just kind of just ready to go home and lay down. You know what I'm saying? Been a long day and my wife was talking. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we were just like, So, how long have you been doing this shit? It was just uh older black cat in like a Chevy I don't know. Not a minivan, not an SUV, not a trailblazer, whatever that like an escape maybe or a Ford Escape. The problem is big in the city so some of her family have used it when they come in from out of town and shit like that you know this night we were 30 miles away from here and we got a ride home well the second time not so much (laughs) so what i found out was uh, not only do lyft and uber not particularly service the you know that far out yeah but also the taxi cab company doesn't either yeah. So we found ourselves a bit stranded. I actually had to stay and uh, sober up a bit, <laughs> had some coffee, and uh, got my shit together. But I'm not like a heavy drinker, so it is what it is. You just got to wait that shit out and eat a sandwich. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know if I can fuck with them now. <laughs> because <laughs> what happened was I kept calling. I did Uber and Lyft. Hey, call me a car. And it would just load, load, load for a minute. And it would be like, can't find a driver like fuck refresh (laughs) you know keep looking and at one point uh i think they charged us like 10 car cancel fees because we would get trying to look for it and it wouldn't say no 
before you hit that search button, it says you do understand that you can be charged, you know, for the ride and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. The next day there was like 10 fucking charges on there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had to call them and they, they straightened it out, but still it was a, we had to go out of our way, you know, to call them and be like, Hey man, will you make sure and take those charges off? So I don't know. It's, I don't think we're ready for it here, Rob. Maybe you're yeah. in the city. It's better, but yeah, it was, it was one of those things to where like, you know, they get you by like, you know, people be like, if you got a call and do some more, more than likely people ain't going to go through the hassle of trying to do that. So they just kind of like take the L and pay them fees or whatever. I don't know. I just need to get young friends, people that don't yeah. drink, their relatives, kids. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but like uh, freaking Uber in uh, New York. You talking about you went 30 miles. I went like less than 10, and that shit was like $30. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. How long did yeah. it take? Were you in the car for like an hour? Because I assume their traffic's really bad at WrestleMania oh, in dog, New dog. York. Dog, <laughs> dog. I... I never felt so out of control of my life, you know, because, like, I'm trusting this motherfucker to get me to where I'm going. And he just like, I never been to New York. I never experienced that traffic. I never experienced any of that shit. And he was just zipping through this shit like this was a goddamn diehard movie and shit. And I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> I bet it would be a sensory overload. You like me, man. We're small town peoples. Well, you've lived in some big spots, too. So I guess no, not. you're definitely more. No, yeah, this more. is the biggest place I've ever lived in my life. Every place i've been has been some country ass podunk base that's hidden off in the side of somewhere yeah you're from what lake charles so yeah it's i can't imagine what that would be like i've never been around like that many people i've been to new orleans i've been to Mm -hmm. austin texas so i've had like small crowds shoulder to shoulder mardi gras uh, that's pretty thick but i couldn't imagine like what five o'clock everybody just got off rush hour new york oh, traffic. oh that shit is horrible i'm glad i'm i paid my cost to be the boss you know i got <laughs> the veterans tags and shit so i don't have to go through all that normal shit i just get on the beltway and just the tollway and just pew Peace you know <laughs> you don't have to pay tolls up with veterans plates nope <laughs> i didn't know that look yeah everybody well, fun that's fact that's here that's here so if i go to your city and I'm riding on your tollways and shit, and you know I gotta pay the fee. But like here, Texas, I'm king. <laughs> I feel like that should be a nationwide thing, Rob. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I don't pay tolls. Um, if there's a, a freaking metered parking anywhere downtown, I could park there free for three hours. I can ride in the HOV lane by myself. This should be an everywhere thing. We should be signing petitions. Yes, let's do change uh, dot org and get a petition going. You they think got I'm sorry. fucking around? They got- That's it's simple. You should get free parking and free tollways. <laughs> Why yeah. should you? God damn it! I don't have to yeah, give but- you a dollar eighty five to drive on your fucking road. <laughs> yeah, but then they got these sorry bitch ass motherfuckers that start these petitions to recast the goddamn movie that's fucking fake anyway. So. <laughs> There it is. It's been a lot of that, huh? Dude, I think yeah. since the last time we talked, there's been two fucking, uh, <laughs> there's been uh, two Marvel movies, like Avengers movies. That's how long it's been. Yeah. It's too fucking long. <laughs> we sit here and talk shit all goddamn day. Hey. Um, had a Third day, baby, I got your money. Hey, hey, <laughs> I had a note here because I said it earlier. Um, 
Did you did you hear about what happened to my truck? What my brand my brand new two week old truck? No, tell me what happened. When when did you get your? You got it two weeks ago. Was this well, on well, whim? Was, or what happened? Well, it was more than that. It was around the time of Comic Palooza because you know my wife told her her shit, so okay, <laughs> she had to get a new car, right? But um, the roundabout it was like the same day she got a new car. I got a new truck. Oh, y'all so, doubled down. Yeah, so she twisted my arm. She made me do it because like the whole thing about it was. Like before her accident and everything, I was already flirting with the idea of getting a truck. Yeah. And, and she was kind of pushing me toward it. She's like, you know, the van falling apart and everything, you know, this yada, yada, yada. Are you She's saving like, that you for one Go of ahead and kids? get you the, tr- the vehicle you want. Go ahead and get you a truck. She was just pushing me toward it. So, you know, I was looking around. I was just, you know, shopping and whatever, checking out the websites and whatnot. And then, you know, that day at Comic Palooza to where I thought I was going to, like, shit my heart out my ass you know because <laughs> look this this how it is I, i've been with this woman 12 years yeah you know other than you like in the courting phase or whatever like year two year one year two or whatever we didn't talk on the phone after that we don't talk on the phone after that we text and everything you know if it's something important for words and whatnot we got to talk to them you know we will call in those instances but we don't call each other on the phone so when i get a phone call from her something is up yeah one of the you kids know? is missing yeah something's happening so i'm at the with both of the kids with me at comic palooza at this time yeah. so i know it ain't the kids because they're here with me so i'm walking around with the kid phone ring i look down see her name i'm like my heart already started pounding hard as fuck i was like oh shit what the fuck is going on did i say something wrong that i leave the freaking towels in the washing machine what did i do my house is on fire right now potentially you know let me find a quiet room (laughs) yeah and that has happened before yeah but i almost lost my house yes (laughs) but um answer the phone and i'm like what's what's wrong and it's not even her it's somebody else on my wife's phone i'm like oh shit something is really going down so lady um i guess my wife wrecked a car she um she was driving in she was going past an on-ramp and a vehicle was coming on to the on-ramp and went over into her lane so she got over in the next lane and it'd been raining and all kind of stuff you know hydroplane spun out of control hit the freaking um the barrier spun around hit the barrier again fucked up her car totally oh, shit, shit. So, I mean, luckily nobody hit her and everything. You know, she was just, you know, the accident was contained to just her. She okay? Yeah, she's straight. Okay. You know, she was a little sore after the fact, but like. Yeah, yeah, but nothing permanent. Yeah, nothing permanent. These cars, man, they make spots. It sucks because it totals the car out, but it's better than bouncing your goddamn forehead off a dash. (laughs) Yeah, saved a life. She had a knot on the head, though, from the airbag. Fuck (laughs) yeah. That, that was funny. I called her a unicorn for a while. I would look at her, too. I would just be like, hey, if you ever fuck with me, you don't look like that again. You understand me? That's how hard I'm going to punch you in your fucking forehead, bitch. So Get then, your bluff, uh, <laughs> So I'm talking to this person on the, my wife's phone. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, um, your wife was in an accident. Um, she's okay. You know, she seems a little out of it, but she's all right. Oh, shit, man. You know, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, is this the ambulance? Is this the EMTs or whatever? No, it's just somebody that pulled over and seen what happened and helped out the car. And um, 
So I was like, where are you right now? And, you know, I found out where they are. I'm yelling at the damn kids. They trying to play video games and do kid shit. And I'm like, get the fuck up. We got to leave. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> you know, and it's oh, not so much. Man. I'm telling just, that, I'm not telling that to the baby. Fucking blood the, pressure shoot up just now. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn it. Like to get that call, you stand there with all your kids. It's just like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Well, I tried to keep calm in front of the baby. Yeah. But, but the boy, like, I was like, all right, the boy, I was just like, get up and he was just kind of looking at me like what's up i was like get the fuck up we gotta go yeah. you know because he was playing video games and shit over there and so you know he get up and everything and then like i'm is you know i'm trying to figure out where i need to go how i need to get the fuck up out of here it's raining outside right now and i was just in the uh, you know what kind of snapped me out of it the the kid because you know i'm trying to you know protect her or whatever right. and she was like is something wrong i was like mommy hurt her car <laughs> <laughs> so or just as somebody hurt mommy's car They're like who what the wall it's fine yeah i was like yeah mommy <laughs> hurt her car we just gotta go pick her up <laughs> so you know i stayed calm for her that's good in a pinch man you are you got ice water in your veins man because i don't know how well i would have handled that i'd have fucked around and rented a helicopter i'd be like we gotta get there now <laughs> yeah so like you know then it's, it was pouring down raining outside i don't want to have the kids to walk through the rain and all because we parked a couple blocks away from the building so I told the boy to stay here with the kid. I ran down the street in the rain, slip and slide and almost bust my ass and get the car, spin around, told him to meet me on the corner, scooped him up. Then we drive across Planet Houston <laughs> to uh, where she was, picked her up. The car was already on the tow truck and everything. And the whole front end was just folded up like the accordion. The freaking the muffler and all that shit in the, in the ass was on the ground. <laughs> That's crazy. But, you know, she was straight. I mean, she had a little limp. She had a burn on her arm from the airbag, and she had a little knot on her forehead, but she was straight for the most part. I took her to the hospital after the fact, just in case. But, you know, everything was straight. And then, um, so. Yeah, so then y'all doubled down and got yeah. matching so, cars. So, you know, we went shopping. We <laughs> went shopping. You know, she, yeah, she, we went shopping and shit, and she was like, well, since this car saved my life. I want the same car again. So she got the, the exact same car, just the upgraded model. So she got all the bells and whistles. She got the fucking heads up Iron Man display on the windshield and shit. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, uh, give a shout out to the safety rating of uh, her, her her car. What is it? It's a, a Mazda 6. Mazda 6. Get you one. Yeah. Is it what it, I think that one was a 2000. 15, 16, something like that. 2016. It was 2016 Mazda 6. Now she got a 2019 Mazda 6. Fuck yeah. Like a light bulb. And it's my favorite color. Fucking candy apple red, baby. I mean, the, the, the mirrors fold in. I thought them bitches was broke. but <laughs> You like driving just, it as much as she does, don't you? I don't drive her cars at all. Come dog. on, I don't, man. You don't drive it? No. I don't, I don't like that shit. You know, it's her car. I don't like to be in her shit. And plus... And is, it, plus, is it too light, too chicky? I drive a Fiat, no. bitch. <laughs> You're not oh, going to no. get my sympathy. But I'm saying if it's a badass car, I drive that shit. I don't oh, give a shit. Oh, no. That, this, this bitch is player. This, 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 is some, this is some nice shit. I mean, I don't even like cars like that style or whatever, but her shit is nice. But the only reason I don't like it because it's low to the ground and it's small and I'm tall and I got long legs. I've hit my head three times getting into this bitch. All right, that's a problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, like, I, I just you. don't like driving her shit. No, that's, you know, hey, that's all you had to say. I, I get it. Sometimes you don't fit 
luckily I fit in this little boxy motherfucker that my wife drives. And I drive like a, a Civic. <laughs> so, I always imagine if I were to get into like a real road rage thing, I would, you would probably be surprised about, oh, hey, look at that not so small white guy <laughs> that just got yeah. out of that fucking Honda Civic. I've always driven comically small cars. Yeah. Be like high tower on um, freaking <laughs> police academy. Yeah, no shit. It's like, I'm not, I'm like 6'1, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like getting out of a Nissan. Like a '85 <laughs> Nissan pickup truck, like a Chevy Love. Mm-hmm. But I mean, her her shit is nice. I had to drive it at least twice since she got it. I mean, because one, because she made me, and two, because I had to go do something with it. I think I went and get it washed or something or whatever. But the seats hug you like a fucking you know like a warm hug. Goddamn, I mean, it got all everything in there. Like you don't have to take the keys out of your pocket, dog. Yeah, you walk yeah. up to the car, the door is open nice. by itself. Oh, it's so you, good. <laughs> you, you get out the car, and you don't even have to press the little key fob. You just walk away far enough from the car, and the car locked by itself. Dude. You know, you don't have to do shit. You just get in that bitch and drive. <laughs> I'm such so, I'm such a cuck bitch husband. I love that shit. That's the shit I love about my wife's car. <laughs> so you know, the day you know we shopping around, um, the bank already pre-approved, her, so she already had money in hand. We went up in there, um, and the the dealer there was like, "Hey man, your interest loan, your interest rate is kind of high for um, from your bank. If you do it with us, you know we can get you a lower interest rate." And you know she was kind of apprehensive about that shit. I don't want to run my credit and da la la la. But he talked into it, and it was lower. So now she still, you know, she got the financing through them, and she still has this pretty much blank check from the bank and it's our account so my name is on it too <laughs> nice so so <laughs> i called them and i was just like hey um my wife wind up didn't wind up not using the pre-approval from you or whatever so what happens to this thing she's like well i mean after a certain amount of time it'll just expire and then you know it's like you never had it and whatnot and i was like well my name is on it so if i decide to get a vehicle could i use it and he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Sure. Just uh, let us know and we'll fix everything up so you can have it. I was like, okay, cool. So I told my wife about it. And she's like, you should yeah, just go. That's she's awesome. Like, you should just go yeah. look around. And then it just so happened because, like, when you, I was looking when I was shopping before the accident. You know, I already reached, went through the, uh, my bank's app. And they have, like, a car buying program and shit. So... You know, when you put the information of what you're looking for, motherfuckers will call you. Be like, hey, man, I heard you was looking for this and this. Yep. So just so happened, you was coming back and dude hit me up. He's like, hey, man, heard you was looking for a, um, a vehicle, a, tr- a pickup truck. He's like, man, I got one down here, twenty dollars $24,000, 2019, you know, brand new. For twenty four. I was like, yeah, that's what I said. See what you said? That's what I said, too. <laughs> I was like, for twenty four. Is it a fleet vehicle? Did somebody die? It's a nah, stick uh, shift, ain't it? No, no. Twenty nineteen, freaking uh, Ram fifteen hundred uh, tradesman. You know, uh, freaking quad cab. Freaking um, not the eight, not the oh, eight shit. foot bed, but the what the, the next one under that is what like six seven or some shit like that. Yeah. Hey, um, we need to uh, we need to talk off air. If you happen to uh, <laughs> still have that motherfucker's phone number, you might need to pass that along. I'll make a trip to Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do have his info. God damn. But, but I, I, I got there, 
was like, fuck it. I'll come look at it. Is it pink? <laughs> like, how the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's all black, baby. But, like, I went up there, and I was just like, well, he said he had this truck for 24, and I was like, I'll just go look at it, see what it looked like, you know, see how I feel, you know. And she came with me, you know. We talked to the guy or whatever, and he was like, I'll be right back. I'll pull it up. So he pulled it up, and he's like, here's the keys. Just go check and go drive it if you want to. And I was like, word? This is what you're not going to ask for my license or nothing? What the fuck? You yeah. know? So me and the this wife. This feels like a trap. <laughs> yeah. So me and the wife just go sit in it, right? And I'm just like, it's a, it's the basic model. I mean, it doesn't have like Bluetooth, you know, phone shit or whatever, but it has all the attachments in the armrest. So like I can plug up my charger and my aux cable and, you know, it'll play through the radio just like, you know, whatever. I was like, man, that's all I really need. I don't listen to the radio. I just listen to podcasts and shit. And then um, clean interior. It didn't have like cloth seats. It was just like that hard, durable shit. It didn't have no floor mats, but the floor was like hard. Like I can just run a hose in that bitch and get everything out of there. I was like, I fucking like this. Minimal maintenance in this motherfucker. And it only had 12 miles on it. So we sat in it. I didn't even drive the motherfucker, dog. I didn't start it up. I didn't put the key in it. I didn't do shit. And I was just like, I like this. What you think? She's like, I like it too. Does it look like it fits you? And it went up in there. I was like, we'll take it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Like, we've looked at trucks. There's 70 grand. Yeah. That's insane. Maybe maybe See, somebody was just looking out for you, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> right? It was like it was but it, it it was a is a Dodge uh, Classic, so oh well, it's a Ram Classic. So like, if you see the new 2019 Rams, there's two different ones. There's the ones that you know that you know, and then there's the new one with the new grills and the new hoods and everything. That's the newer generation. They're both 2019s. One is just new bits and parts with the old body style. One is just like completely rehauled the new style. So I got the Classic. So um. Get this truck now. Two weeks later, here we go. This happened like last week. Uh, happened on a Tuesday. You know, I, you know where I work. I deal with you know yeah, yeah, illegals yeah. coming in there all the time. I gotta screen them and warn them and make sure they get into their appointments and all this other stuff. So at any given time, there's like anywhere from a minimum of a hundred people to most recently the most I've ever seen there was seven hundred and eighteen people came to check in. And that's only 718 people that had to come and check in, not including the 30 motherfuckers that they bring with them to come chaperone them to do whatever the fuck they got to do. They're yes. bringing their kids. They're bringing their boyfriend. They're bringing Ooh, their grandma, their abuela, <laughs> you know, so well over a thousand motherfuckers in this bitch. But where I would park in front of the building, because like my security desk is here. I can look out the front doors. I can see my vehicle. It's right there. So what would happen? My vehicle, I would park under the tree in the shaded areas because it get hot. So since motherfuckers are outside and it's hot, where's the shade? Where my vehicle is parked. So bitches will be leaning up all on my truck. Oh, man. You know, just sitting on the side of it trying to use my truck for shade and all kind of shit. So I was like, I got tired of going out there and shoo-shooing motherfuckers off my truck. <laughs> so I go park. <laughs> I go park in the wasteland. It's pretty much the other side of the building, but there's it's just all concrete. Nobody parks there because there's no shade. The sun is just beating on that concrete, you know, and I just go over there and I put my little my heat visor in the windshield 
and I'm just like the one of the only vehicles out there. So I know the motherfuckers ain't going to go out there into the wasteland of the parking lot to go sit on my vehicle then. You know, I thought my shit was safe. So I go out to, um, I'm doing my patrols. You know, people come to the security gate from other um, buildings, you know, other offices and shit. And um, I got to check their ID, screen them, let them in, and they go park. So I go to the gate, check dude ID, let him in, and I move the barrier. He drive in, go park. And before I could put the barrier back, I heard a boom. And I turn around. And this motherfucker backed into my truck. <laughs> no other goddamn vehicle over on that side. But this somehow, somehow this motherfucker find my truck. Come on, man. <laughs> Dog, it was three vehicles over there. One, like, I'm, I'm giving you the layout of the parking lot. There's two rows of parking spots. So there's the row in the front, the row in the back. I was in the back row. So they had a vehicle, one spot to, where it was one spot in front of me, one spot to the left, and a vehicle there. There's the one spot in front of me, one spot open to the right, right, another vehicle there. So there's three spots open in front of me and vehicles on either end. Yes. This motherfucker, all that space, essentially, you know, there's like a whole nother row behind me. You know, nothing is out there. Nothing is there. Me and those other two vehicles, out of all that space, this motherfucker back into my truck. <laughs> like what part? The tailgate, the, the door, the the, the, the front. Just smashed into it. The the lower, the driver's side right bumper. <laughs> so, like, like I said, there's three spaces in front of me, right? So, there's my truck, the space in front of me, directly in front of me. Then there's a space open directly to the left of that and a space open to the uh, right of that. So that's three spaces open. This motherfucker was in between the one in front of me and the next one over and backed into me. So it obviously it totaled your truck. I mean... If no, no, no. It didn't total it. it just <laughs> Come like, on, man. If it ripped the fucking mirror off, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. it totaled I mean, your goddamn truck. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was just the fact of the matter. It just, he hit my motherfucking truck and he was like... The wasteland. It was like it's like me walking down the street and a plane falling on me. It's like if you believe if you believe in God, <laughs> yeah, that was God like giving you a blessing and then kind of fucking flicking letting you, the, you know, <laughs> flicking you the nipple after going to be like, hey, dickhead. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God giveth and he taketh away. <laughs> Just so you know, but what's I mean, going like. On. The damage to my shit was minimal. It's like if you walked up to my truck after the accident, you couldn't tell unless I showed you. I showed you what happened. You know, it was that minimal. You know, the fact that I had this motherfucker for two weeks and somebody already backed into it. And then, you know, I go over there and I'm looking at it and he's just like, well, he got out and he was looking at the truck and I was just standing there. He, you know, since I'm security, he thought I was just, you know, coming to assess the issue. Right. <laughs> I was like, I just had, I said, I just bought this thing like two weeks ago, dog. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, this is your truck? I was like, yeah. I filled <laughs> it like, up like once, man. No shit. I am, I'm on my official third tank of gas right now. At that point, it was still a little bit of the first tank of gas in that bitch. <laughs> That's, there you go. It's a new truck with a dented fender. <laughs> yeah. Dog. <laughs> oh. I mean, but his insurance paid for it all. Um, I got a new bumper and damn, I got new decals on that bitch. Cause like, I mean, I guess 
see, this was the thing about it. I was going to plan on, you know, making it mine. Um, the Ram logo on the front and it, on the tailgate, I found black and red ones because the truck is black. Yeah. And then I found some um, fit, Ram 1500 side plates that was black and red as well. And I don't know how to put none of that shit on there. I didn't want to YouTube it or whatever because this is a brand new damn truck. I ain't want to fuck up nothing. I was no. going to find somebody and pay them to do this shit. But when I took it to the collision place with a insurance sent me to, I told them what happened, showed them the stuff. You know, hey, man, this truck's like two weeks old or whatever. And, you know, he's like, yeah, your insurance take care of it. No problem. Boom, bada boom. I get the parts. I can have this thing out of here in a day. And so I was asking him about all the plates and everything and whatnot. And um, he was like, oh, man, yeah, I'll do that for you. So I was like, yeah, separate from the insurance. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. He's like, you get the stuff, you bring it here, and I'll put it on for you. I was like, how much? He's like, don't worry about it. I'll put it on for you. I was like, word? That's the veteran <laughs> shit. That's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, so I, I think it, there was in a roundabout way. All that shit happened for me to get there to get free shit done in my truck. <laughs> It's a good deal, man. I like to believe that if you put good vibes out, you get good shit back. That seems to be how it works on this end. Uh, even that, that same guy that I was telling about the uh, the truck, the guy who fixed the stuff up for me or whatever, who offered to put the emblems and shit on my truck for free. This was what was weird about it. Like how you talking about being nice and giving those good vibes and everything. I called him to tell him that I got the stuff in there and I was going to bring it. Yeah. But like when I talk to anybody, especially people that's doing work for me or doing something for me, when I call them and I greet, I greet them every time. Like they'll answer the phone to be like, hello. And I'm like, good afternoon or whatever time of the day is. How are you? And when I did that to him, when he answered the phone, he's like, uh, Leroy. And I was like, hey, good afternoon. How are you? And it, he got quiet. He's just like, uh, hello. You, uh, and, I was just, <laughs> and I was just like you're not used to people greeting you or whatever he's like nah man used to people just call me and be like what the fuck my truck <laughs> you surprise know, motherfucker going on. <laughs> it was and all I was, a scam and I was just like oh, well, that's unfortunate I'm sorry you had to live through that <laughs> it could be worse man I, I'm glad that they got it fixed for you hopefully no other uh, random assholes will drive through parking lots no, and back into now, your brand now, new truck like like today, you know, I had it back for two days now. I parked in the in the middle of the parking lot. Nah. Like nobody parks over there. Like I have yet to see in one whole year that I've been at that place anybody to park where I park it. I would, if something happened to my shit, then some it's just it was meant to be. That's what I'm saying. I would park on top of people now. Like literally double park your truck just yeah. to fuck with people. <laughs> I'm going to start parking in like three spaces sideways. This shit is on warranty. What's up? (laughs) Hit it. I don't give a fuck. They're not even going to believe it if I come back. They're going to think I'm doing this on purpose. (laughs) Ridiculous. So I want you to tell me a funny pop story. Can you do that for me? I was thinking about it today and I know like now it sucks because I know that your parents are getting older and stuff. And I'm curious like. Not getting older. They are old. They're they're old as (laughs) fuck, man. Jesus Christ. How old are your your mom and dad? My mom is 77. My dad is 87. God So, yeah, man, like I was thinking about it. You were talking about earlier how they used to like the the booze and stuff. And can you remember like maybe one of the last times your dad got pissed off? Not like, you know, real deal shit pissed off, but like comically pissed off, like doing crazy shit. I don't know what your dad's name is, but like, oh, fucking. 
Yeah. Uh, Eugene Robinson Sr. Yeah, I was going to say Earl. <laughs> Earl, he's at it again. God damn it. <laughs> See, but, but this is the thing, though. My my dad is a funny dude. So, I mean, I had never not seen him funny. I mean, he he's he's reserved. Yeah. But he'll, he'll, he'll crack jokes and everything. I mean, I've seen him, you know, just be silly in general. You know, that's where I get it from. That's where my kids get it from. But damn... And then, like, another thing about it, too, is just, like, he never laid a hand on me my whole life. So, my mama beat my ass. <laughs> my brothers and sisters beat my ass, but not my daddy. He said, I don't have to. You got to watch yeah. out for them. <laughs> I can rem- I, I, I remember the one thing that kind of, like, straightened me up or whatever. He was just like, I guess he was in a bad mood that day, you know, when I'm a little annoying ass kid and shit. And I was fucking with him. I forgot what I was doing. but He was 53 years old. Yeah. He was probably trying <laughs> to like take a nap and well, figure no, out. We, no, it was much later because when he was fifty three, I was three. <laughs> oh, fuck, he he was trying to take a shit, Rob. He yeah. was constipated. <laughs> he was sitting in the goddamn living room, going like, "I know I gotta balls figure out. hanging down on the floor and shit." He was trying to wind them in like a reel and shit. <laughs> he was sitting there, going like, "I gotta figure this out," and then here comes Rob. Yeah, but uh, this is what happened. I was fucking with him, and he's he just like, boy, one day I'm going to hit you. It's going to be fucking hard and fast. And I was like, yes, sir. Put the fear in there. You know, he scared me straight, man. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm going to fuck you up one day. All right. (laughs) And then, you know, me being a kid with the ADHD is like, well, it's not today. Yeah, no, see, I would have went the other direction. I'd have been like, well, well I got to sleep. Oh, this isn't cool. Yeah, I'd have been fucking just hiding in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker will strike at any moment. I don't know. Like, I can, I'll just give you the opposite. It wasn't funny. But, like, well, just you can't. Like, yeah, I was still, like, funny, angry. Like, somebody burnt his dinner. You know what I'm saying? Just a moment where he was, like, pissed off, but in a dad way. Like, God damn it. <laughs> like, you've been there before, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but, like, she gets so, ruined. So, but, like I said, my, my dad was in, he, he was over the hill. He was old as fuck. So, like, he got past all that anger and strife and grief in life already, <laughs> you know? So, like, I've always seen him even kill. You know, I never seen him really get pissed. I can remember I got arrested for shoplifting out of a PX. That's a freaking military retail store, you know, for for the public. Not supposed to do that at all. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) he had to come down there to the army base and bail me out or come pick me up. And even though I'd done that, I was in a jail cell. He was in there with me and he's like. He wasn't even like tripping. He was a, he wasn't angry or whatever. He was just like you know talking to me. He was just like, "What the hell were you thinking?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And I, I think I said the line to him or something like this. Like, I mean, you a kid, you probably stole something too. He's like, "I never stole anything in my life. Yeah. I've been working since I was your age or younger." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." That should make like, you feel real bad. Yeah, it, anytime that I was in a situation, you know, I just like. I dreaded that instance. It was like, I didn't care that I got in trouble or I got hurt or whatever the fucking case may be. It was just like, I got to go tell him what happened or you got to know what happened. You know, that was like the only thing. But this motherfucker came home because he used to go get drunk. Look, he would bring me to the bar when I was a kid. Like, he would go to the bar with me. Yeah. A kid. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I would I was little man. I would sit on the bar, and damn, they would give me cherry cokes. Why you be sitting there drinking beer, playing dominoes, or shooting pool, or whatever in the bar? It's crazy, man. And everything, and like <laughs> occasionally, like even through the years when I started getting bigger and everything, getting older and whatnot, he would bring me in there occasionally, and everybody would be like, "Hey, it's little Rob. You want a you want a cherry coke?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." You know? <laughs> cherry cokes. Do you ever shoot pool and stuff like that? Do you ever- yeah, I mean, he, obviously, my, my da- yeah, I, I've played, but like. See, this is the thing, though. My pops tried to put me on a lot of shit because he he was the guy that did all this stuff. He knew how to play pool. He knew how to play dominoes, checkers, chess, you know, any board game, any kind of game like that. He knew how to bowl. We got we had like a, a freaking room full of fucking his bowling trophies, domino trophies. I don't Men, see how you get trophies leisure. with dominoes, it's but a, damn, <laughs> fucking men's you know, leisure sports. Yeah, <laughs> basically, because he couldn't shoot a lick, he, he couldn't play a lick of basketball. Right, but, but I'll know, throw darts like a motherfucker. What's exactly up? <laughs> all those shits, them shits that you see on like ESPN three and shit. <laughs> the Ocho. Yeah, uh, so he would try to put me on game. He would try to teach me all this stuff, give me these skills or whatever. But you know, I was a little bitty kid. I just want to go outside and play, do all this other bullshit. Right. You know, I never paid attention to the shit that he was trying to give me. But, like, we would go play pool and everything, and he would mop the fucking floor with me. And he wasn't, like, the type to be, like, certain things he would show me how to do, but other things he was like, oh, you should just kind of get the gist of it. Yeah, you're finna learn some shit today. Yeah, because he didn't teach me how to play (laughs) pool. I mean, I I can play okay. You know, I have my moments where I'm, like, fucking awesome, but, like, I can play okay. But he never taught me how to play pool. You know, I watched him. And that's kind of how I learned. But he would never give me any tips and tricks. He would just beat my ass. Yeah. Um, Dominoes, he tried to t- show me. But like, yeah, I wasn't really into that. I was like, counting? Fuck this. I want to go play Xbox. Yeah, this is way better. Mm-hmm. I threw down some dominoes. I don't give a fuck. Throw some bones. Spades is my shit. I can't sit down and play no dominoes. Spades <laughs> isn't bad. My uh, <laughs> So my wife is pretty good. We would partner off, and uh, I would always get my buddy's wife, and she wasn't good at it. Yeah. It sucks having a not great partner. <laughs> and when your wife is on the other team. Yeah, you just that rivalry. <laughs> oh, they're just kicking the shit because my buddy's decent. She's good, and it's just you just get the shit kicked out of you. And you're trying, you're going double nil, like actually trying to pull some shit out. You're like, I'm finna make a hundred, mm. and then your partner just fucks it up. You're like, yeah, cut you and shit. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have won but, it uh, with a ten. Are you fucking yeah. with me? Yeah, but like, um, my pop. He, he would um there'd be nights that I wouldn't at the bar with him where he would go and get drunk and just tow the fuck up. And I can remember this motherfucker came into the side door of the house, stumbling in there, fucking head of gash. And you know, if you see him to this day, he still got that damn gash on the left side of his head and shit. Oh shit. And like fucking bleeding and just he stumbled all the way into the bathroom and just fell into the tub and just laid there. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Is this a zombie movie? This is how they start. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, what the fuck is up? I didn't know what to do. I just left him in the bathroom, you know? And uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom was like. I took some toilet paper and rolled it off on his head. And I was like, you'll be all right. You know, and then like my mom was like, uh, I forgot what the fuck she said. She's like, that's one of his hoes got him fucked up. I was like, what? (laughs) What is you saying right now? 
My dad is in the tub bleeding. I think he's sleep. Uh, you talking about hoes getting <laughs> fucked up. What? What is this? What life is this right now? This is a lot of information to process at once, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually he got up out of there. He took a shower and went to bed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess he's straight. Went to work the, morning, the next morning like it was cool. He just had a Band-Aid on his head. A big one. Yeah. Big ass cause wrapped around his head and shit. Yeah, I'm cool. What's up? <laughs> yeah, it was just business as usual. See, and that was like what I was telling you. I said that was like one of those things. Like when I was young, I didn't want to drink. I didn't care for it. Yeah, well, that's old school parent shit. You know, yeah. you keep your shit under wraps. Dude had an old Ford box. I forget what they called them cars or whatever. Backseat full of beer cans, like a Crown Victoria. Yeah, something like backseat full of beer cans, dog. Like. He would be driving in the car with me drinking beer and shit and you just throw that shit in the back. And the whole back seat, like I never sat in the back seat of any of his vehicles at that time because the whole back seat was full of beer cans. <laughs> uh, like literally, like the floorboards filled all the way up to even with the seat and then onto the seat full of beer cans. It's crazy. Like the shit that our parents' parents used to get away with. That's- and then my, my parents are the age of most parents' parents. So. Right. <laughs> They're still living in 1973, where they're just like, yeah, fucking beer cans. Mm-hmm. But then beer cans came in handy because we would bag them all up and take them to the recycling center and get some money and go buy me some shit. <laughs> See, that's what it is. I, I think it's a, it's all cultures around the world. I think in the South, you know what I'm saying? It's the bed of pickup trucks. There's beer cans, man. That's They used to let you get away with shit like that, but... Not anymore. You can't even ride in the back of a pickup truck anymore. I'm sure they'll yeah, put you. Yeah, that shit blows my mind. They will put you <laughs> under a prison <laughs> if you fuck around and get caught on the freeway with somebody. I drove all the. I rode to Orlando, Florida, in the back of a pickup truck. Like it was covered with a camper shell. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my cousin and I, the one who later shot me, oddly enough, uh, we spent like a two week journey. From Arkansas to Orlando and shit, and it was all in the back of a truck. Ain't no yeah. seat belts. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty just sure sliding we sliding around and shit. Dog. Well, I mean, we had all of our shit because we camped for most of that trip too. So that's yeah, we dude. That's just how my grandma rolled. But it was like I'm sure we were getting carbon monoxide poison, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it was Florida in July. You know, you get those little slats on the side that you crank the little windows and shit out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't fly now. I'm pretty sure you would get arrested. You might go to jail that day. Like, they're just like, no. (laughs) But shit has changed a lot, man. (laughs) Exactly. It ain't like it used to be. So, that's your pop sounds like a great guy. Hopefully, maybe oh, yeah. I can get to meet him one day. I'll come to Houston to get to meet the family. Well, shit, you ain't going to meet him in Houston. He's still in Lake Charles. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe we'll meet halfway. It's probably closer, actually. I'll meet you in, uh, what's close to Lake Charles? What's a big city down there? Is it like uh, Lafayette or is it like the other side? Well, La- Lafayette is uh, about an hour or less away. Baton Rouge is two hours away. New Orleans is three hours away. I got people in Lafayette. May have to holler at you. Maybe we'll work something out. I yeah, mean, I, I, if you come down that far, I, I'll go to you. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We'll have to work it out. Meeting friends. It's nice. I appreciate you coming and hanging out with me. This has been a, a nice chat. I've been doing people I don't know very well lately, like new people. 
So I like hanging out and chatting with my buddies. This shit works out good. You get to tell me some fun stories, man. So Word. I'm going to go and eat food. Me too. Because it's late, and I'm, I don't want to keep you any longer. So spit your shit and let people know where to find uh, all of your products and shows and such. Well, word. Uh, if you heard my soft and savory voice, uh, you can find me on the show called The Random Rounds of Rob Podcast. Here's all my social media. You can follow me personally on Twitter at It's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. The show that I was referencing, The Random Rounds of Rob, you can also follow it on Twitter at 3R Show. And you can follow me on Instagram to where I walk the hollowed halls of Walmart. Um, you, I would tell you to use at three R show on there, but somebody else has it. Punk bastard, <laughs> son of a bitch. Years. They only got two posts. Fucking years. Ooh, makes me angry every time. But just <laughs> type in the random rounds with Rob, you'll find me because I got a long convoluted ass fucking username and shit. Or type in three R hashtag three R show, you'll find me. Um, you can go to randomrobcast.com to find my merchandise and other many ways that you can help support the show. Um, November. Well, that's further out, but more close next weekend, uh, June 29th, (laughs) June 29th, (laughs) June 30th. I'll be down in Corpus Christi, Texas for the C4. And that's the Corpus Christi comic book convention that's the four c's so i'll be down there corpus christi on the 29th and the 30th of june so if you're in the area if you're hearing this and you're in corpus christi you want to give me that crisp high five hit your boy up i'll be there at the con uh november 2nd and 3rd i will be in atlantic city at the j1 con so if you're in atlantic city or in the philly area because i'm gonna be trying to give me some philly cheesesteak or whatever holla at your boy uh, bump elbows with you and give you that crisp high five as well. See, if you come to Philly or you meet me in um, Atlantic City, you get the elbow bump and the crisp high five. If you come to Corpus Christi, you just getting the crisp high five. So, I don't know. You weigh those options out. You see which one benefits you the most. But you get more value if you go to Atlantic City. And, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> get that two-piece. That's what you do. Go to Atlantic City and get you a two-piece. Yeah. It's Wing awesome. in the thigh. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, hey, it's been awesome getting to talk with you again, man. So you have a good evening. Go get you some dinner. And uh, we'll have to do it sooner this time. Cool. Let's not wait a year. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take it easy. All right, you too. Hey, check out the sponsors, www.spunklube.com. Go there. They got all kinds of lubrication for all of your holes and orifices and fuck toys and whatnot. And uh, it's it's good stuff, high quality. And uh, yeah, get some slippery on your dick, baby. And also, biobidet.com, B-I-O-B-I-D-E-T. Now, bidets have swept the nation. They're all over. I'm telling you, I poop a lot. Probably not more than the average person, but enough. It's hot as shit. It's the summertime. And there's nothing more pleasurable and cleansing (laughs) than nice, cool water to rinse off your booty hole after a nice taco shit or whatever you happen to be rolling around with your nasty drive-through Taco Bell eating ass. It's changed my life, man. And it's definitely one of my new favorite things that I want you all to experience. Power of a clean booty hole. Go to biodaycom Use the promo code POBOYS, P-O-B-O-Y-S. You get 10% off anything in the store. Now, look, they got one for like $55. 
and it's free shipping. Try it out. If you don't like it, send it back. But I'm telling you, you're not going to send it back. <laughs> you're going to upgrade, motherfucker. And when you do, use my promo code because I'm actually trying to get to this uh, the Skankfest South. That's my plan. I'm going to try to save my sponsor money and see if I can actually squeak out some tickets. Now, I probably won't pay for them, but... Every little bit help. You motherfuckers want to support me and help get the old boys ODB to uh, Skankfest South in Houston this coming March. Go buy a toilet. Clean your asshole. But that's that. I appreciate you listening. Episode 100 will be the next. You motherfuckers buckle in. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. They be on that rap to pay the bill shit. And I don't feel that shit. Not even a little bit. Oh, Lord. Know yourself. Know your worth, nigga. My actions being louder than my words, nigga How you so high but still so down to earth, nigga Niggas won't do it, we can do it on they turf, nigga Oh lord, I'm the rookie in the vet Shout out to the bitches I ain't holding down the set All up in my phone looking at pictures from the other night She gon' be upset if she keeps scrolling to the left, dog. She gon' see some shit that she don't wanna see She ain't ready for it If I ain't the greatest, then I'm headed for it Yeah, that mean I'm way up Yeah, the six ain't friendly, but that's where I lay up Shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. Hey, who the fuck niggas is, boy? OVO, man, we really with the shits, boy. Yeah, really with the shits. I should probably sign a hit, boy, cause I got all the hits, boy. <laughs> fuck all that Drake, you gotta chill shit. I be on my little mouse drill shit. Fuck all that rap to pay your bill shit. Yeah, I'm on some rappers, pay my bills, shit All up on TV, I thought it made me richer Wasn't paying me enough, I needed something quicker So now I'm all in Nico basement, putting working on the phones Either that or drive the money more to make the pickups Man, it's 2008, I'm trying to paint the picture Comeback season in the works and now I'm thinking bigger I got 40 in the studio, every night, late night Gotta watch that shit, don't wanna make them sicker That's my nigga, oh lord Got a whole lot to show for it I mean, we can really get it, we can go for it I'm just here for the bucks and the billies, nigga Don't make me kill one of the ghosts for it I run this shit, they like, go for us Run for us, run for us, go for us Yeah, I mean, y'all already wrote for us Damn, nigga, what's one more quote for us? Oh, Lord, who else sounded like this? They ain't made me what I am, they just found me like this I was ready, fuck that, I been ready Since my dad used to tell me he would come into the house to get me He ain't show Valuable lesson, man, I had to grow up That's why I never ask for help I do it for you niggas and do it for myself I go zero to one nigga, real quick Real quick, whole squad on that real shit Zero to one nigga, real quick Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga Zero to one nigga, real quick Real quick, whole squad on that real shit Zero to one nigga, real quick Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga